Welcome to another episode of Why Not Meditate podcast. I'm your host, Masako Kozawa, a teacher and a student of mindfulness meditation. I am so happy that you're here. Before we dive into this episode, I want to mention that if you are looking for a holiday gift idea for your family and friends, or maybe to yourself, I have a beautiful journal I published earlier this year. It has some beautiful photos and inspirational messages throughout, and especially that New Year's is a perfect time to start journaling practice. So, yeah, take a look. I'll leave the Amazon link on the show notes, and you can see the inside of the journal there. And just to let you know, it will take a couple of weeks to get it printed and delivered. So, don't wait too long, okay? Well, welcome back to the five episode series, Five Things I Have Learned in 2022. This is the second out of the five episodes where I share the lessons and insights I have received this year. The first episode was about realizing that I was so much more of a control freak than I previously thought. And It was also about how I have been letting go of control by changing my perspective on life. So, if you haven't listened to the first episode, you can go back to it anytime. Things I share in this episode might make more sense if you have listened to the previous episode, actually, two previous episodes, because I share a background story, but you can always go back to them. Okay? So here we go. The second lesson I have learned this year. I learned that there is life beyond a hamster wheel. For many, many years until this year, I was on a never ending hamster wheel of life. I was this small, fluffy hamster running fast and fast and getting nowhere. And at some point, I became aware that I was on it. And it felt constricted. It felt numbing. It felt exhausting. I was running as fast as I could. But I did not see a way out. I did not believe I could possibly get off of the wheel. I actually accepted being on the wheel. And I even tried to justify it by telling myself, well, This is what life is, right? Look, everyone else is running on their hamster wheels too. I also tried to convince myself that it is not that bad. I made the best out of living on the hamster wheel life too. I meditated while being on a wheel so that I won't go crazy. I added some fun activities that would distract me from time to time. Activities such as doing photography. Taking dance lessons, taking trips here and there, or going on dates. But then, as I shared on the previous two episodes, this past year, the hamster wheel was removed all of a sudden. And you know what happened to the hamster when that happened? <laughs> the hamster kept running. I kept running, like air running. I had so much momentum built up 
So I could not just stop running all of a sudden. It took me a while to slow down the momentum. I mean, if you're running on a treadmill, if you stop all of a sudden, you will likely injure yourself, right? You kind of have to decrease the speed gradually and spend some time cooling down. So I got off of the hamster wheel and found myself standing in the middle of nowhere. Well, it seemed like nowhere. And I asked myself, now what? Where do I go from here? And what I realized was that I was in a cage. And the wheel was just located inside of the cage. For the first time, I discovered that I can walk all over the place inside of this cage. I felt lost even inside of the small cage because I have not really walked around. I was busy playing with the wheel, right? And I was not really looking around too much. I had to focus. So this year, I feel like I've been spending time exploring the inside of the cage, becoming familiar with the surroundings, and finding out what activities I can do inside of the cage. I mean, this is just an analogy, and it sounds silly, but it describes my situation rather accurately. So, there are a few things I did this year on purpose after I got off of the hamster wheel. Number one, I hired a coach. Even before this year, I've always hired coaches in different areas of life. For example, relationships, sex, fitness, finances, etc. It's helpful to have guidance in the areas you want to learn more, right? I mean, there are so many reasons and benefits of having a coach. If you are in a group coaching setting, you meet people who are like-minded. It comes with a community and you can support and encourage one another. And sometimes beautiful collaborations happen in a space too. Also, having a coach or a community oftentimes holds you accountable, especially if you have to do something for the first time or something outside of your comfort zone. It's great to have somebody who can hold your hand and also hold you accountable. For example, workout for me. I need someone to hold me accountable so that I will show up and do the workout. If it was just up to me, I would most likely skip it. Number two, this relates to the first point, but I attended classes, I took workshops, I also attended a retreat. And not only did I learn and experience something new and helpful, but also I met so many beautiful people who are doing amazing things. And we've become friends. We've become the biggest cheerleaders for one another. And the connections and relationships I have built this year are so meaningful to me. And I am beyond thankful. Number three, I did a bunch of new things. I started this podcast. I published a journal. I offered photography classes. I facilitated meditation sessions. 
I mean, I did not do any of this last year or ever. I know it's crazy. <laughs> Was I ready to do any of these? Well, to some extent, yes. I've had training, I've had knowledge and skills. But did I feel like I was ready? No, I didn't. I was scared. I was not sure if I could do them well. I felt uncomfortable doing these things. Did I do any of them perfectly? Hell no. <laughs> did I have to do any of them perfectly? No. What drove me to do these things? Well, mainly curiosity and also a desire, a heartfelt desire to contribute my energy, my presence, my gifts and talents to humanity in a way that was in integrity with myself. That was really important to me this year. Number four, this is the last. And the most important thing I did, I did a ton of deep inner work through meditation, through breath work, through journaling, through sitting with all of the emotions, including the unpleasant ones that were going through me. And I alchemized these emotions into wisdom. And don't get me wrong, this inner work is an ongoing process. It's never ending. But this year, I feel like I did 10 times as much as I did in any of the previous years. And going back to the analogy of the hamster, I feel like I have gone through a metamorphosis process of becoming from a hamster to maybe a sloth. That's fitting because the pace of my everyday life has slowed down quite a bit this year. You know, I'm doing less and I'm resting more. And as I walked inside of the cage slowly as a sloth, what I discovered next was that the door of the cage was not locked. But I have not gone outside of the cage yet. I've been peeking outside here and there, but I think stepping outside of the cage for me would be in 2023 and beyond. And maybe I'll go through another metamorphosis process and become something else before I go outside of the cage. Maybe something that moves faster. What do you think? Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if this conversation touched you or inspired you in any way, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it. Have a beautiful weekend, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, Subscribe and leave a review. Also, share the episode with a friend who might benefit from meditation. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, why not meditate?